Welcome to JIB, Journey in the Bible. If you're excited as I am, get your Bibles and let the journey begin. Welcome again to Journey in the Bible, where we literally time travel into biblical stories to gather out the meat and meaning of scripture and I'm excited today because I'm not doing this alone usually we feature students of the Bible from around the world and today we are in Uganda and I'm excited to be joined by Daniela as we study God's Word together hi Daniela how are you doing today um I'm okay I'm okay how are you doing great it's it's amazing to to be connected right uh, from uh, different parts of the world it's amazing how 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 are you excited to share God's word today from Genesis chapter forty five? It's it's actually amazing. That's all I can say. And yeah. there's a reason as why I wanted to you know mm-hmm. discuss this particular chapter. There's a reason, right? So I'm excited to share with you guys and everything. Yeah, I hope it's gonna be good. I just pray God helps us out. Yeah, but maybe before we dive into God's word, uh, do you want to introduce yourself to the viewers and listeners? Um, my name is Daniela. Um, I'm from Uganda. Um, I only speak two languages, okay. Uganda and English. My favorite verse is Genesis 1-1. Right, in the beginning, exactly. God created the heavens the and unit. the earth. Yeah. Amazing, amazing. Can you... Maybe teach the audience something in Luganda, maybe. <laughs> how do you say, how are you? You <laughs> really sound weird, I'm telling you. How do you say, how do you say God? Something relevant to what we're doing today. God, okay, you can say Katonda. We call mm. God Katonda in my Katonda. language, yeah. Wow, exactly. that's interesting. And Kat- does that have it like a meaning or just that's the word for God? It means, it means creator. Creator, Katonda. Well, see, we learned something. Anyways, well, now, before we jump into Genesis 45, uh, let us just begin with the word of prayer. Yeah. Heavenly Father, thanks again for this amazing time we are spending in your word. I pray, Lord, that as we study Genesis 45, that your Holy Spirit would guide everyone listening and watching to be able to participate and learn something from you, the author of the Bible. This is my prayer. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. So, Genesis chapter 45, we won't necessarily be able to go through each verse per se, but let's just focus on a few. Uh, obviously, verse 1, you cannot skip that one. Uh, verse course. one. <laughs> verse 1 okay. speaks of how Joseph could not refrain himself before everyone that stood there, and he cries, and... He essentially, maybe to give a context, let's let's start with context. <laughs> so at this point, uh, Joseph had, had been testing his brothers for a long time, one would say. Test after yeah. test. And the final test he had given them was to bring Benjamin to Egypt. He was testing to see, are these guys legit? Are they real? And they did bring uh, Benjamin. But even after that, he did test them again and put, you know, different things into their bags, essentially putting the cap of Pharaoh, his cap, let's say, into uh, Benjamin's uh, bag. And when they were searching them, Judah said, whosoever you will find this cap with, 
let he he's essentially uh, guilty of death, and so as a result, Benjamin was withheld, um, and Judah was going through some. Not only Judah, but all the brothers were going through this, you know, emotional breakdown. Yeah. One would say because they didn't know exactly what to do. They couldn't go back and they couldn't stay, and so it was very emotional for them, and it reaches. A breaking point, one would say, so much so that Joseph just says, "Okay, I think it's enough, right? I think they are real, they're legit. Let me just reveal myself to them." And that's what we see happening in Genesis chapter 45. Joseph makes himself known, uh, whereas for the past time he was kind of essentially hiding who he is and being harsh to yeah. them. But now he says, "Hey guys, I am Joseph." Now he does something interesting. Usually they were communicating through translators, right? But now obviously yeah. get he get、uh, reads of the translators and everyone that was in the in the office. You know, Pharaoh was like a king, and he just stays Joseph and his brothers, just the two of them, without any man. The Bible says, and there stood no man with him, while Joseph made himself known unto his brethren. Now, as we study these stories, we we don't want to repeat these stories because you know them. We want to focus on the spiritual applications of these stories. So, I have a question for you.、Um, looking at this story, how does how does that translate into our spiritual experience? Think of Joseph as Jesus, and how how he he makes let's say Jesus makes himself known to us, and now there's no. No, no barrier between now because now we can go straight to him. How how do you see that happening in a spiritual experience? I kind of feel like Je- Joseph and God were really these. They're、mm. they're kind of similar, right? Yeah. And I love verse four of of、mm-hmm. of chapter forty five, where where like Joseph tells his brothers, "Come closer." You know,、mm. that's telling me a lot of love. And Jesus、right. keeps the same statement. You know, He tells us, "Come closer." However、mm. much you've, however much you've,、wow. you know, done those bad things, and you really, really feel guilty because I'm very sure Joseph's brothers were really feeling guilty at that time. They were. But then He tells them, "Come closer." You know, it's it's a statement full of love. Like, yeah. I just when I read it, I was so happy. I don't know.、Mm. I just got Sunday <laughs> from nowhere. It's it's a statement filled with love, and God gives us the same college and every time. But、yes. it's up to us, to, you know, respond positively or to reject it.、Mm. He gives us the love, regardless of who we are, what we do, where we come from, and He loves us. Yes, because these were just half brothers to Joseph. I mean, he would he、mm. would just say, you know, they're just my half brothers. I could just <laughs> Chill them around you, or、right. just let them go. Exactly, but then he tells them come closer. You know, wow, just so amazing. I had never seen it that way. Come, come near to me. Come closer, and yet they're filled with guilt. It's it's like、yeah. it's it's like they they don't deserve this. They're probably coming closer with hesitation, right? It's like wow. Yeah, exactly. I actually think he told them to come closer after seeing this reaction on their faces. It's me, Joseph. You know, and then they had this reaction. Maybe they thought they they thought they were so okay. They felt that guilt,、mm. but then he tells them, "Come closer." You know, I have no problem with you. Just come closer to me. You know,、wow. I just love that step. Yeah, amazing. I, I love it too. I love it too. And it's interesting how that you know kind of 
dives into verse 2, which says, And he wept aloud, right? So he cries so much so that the house of Pharaoh hears him. Now, I don't know how big was the house, but you know, a house of Pharaoh is pretty big, you would suppose. It must and so, have been. Mm hmm, mm hmm. And it, it reminds me, like you're saying, of, of Jesus Christ, because we, we see him on the cross and he, he also cries. And, and the yeah. circumstances are pretty much similar because you see that the reason why Jesus cried, it's because of the guilt that he was bearing of our sins, right? And he says, Father, Father, yes. why have you forsaken me? But I think what's most important that this was a cry of love, as, as you alluded to earlier. And so it shows that it doesn't matter what you've done, how guilty you feel. The solution for, for that is, you know, Jesus Christ. He did not come for the righteous, he says. He came for those who are sick. And so if you feel inadequate, if you feel like you're not sufficient enough, that's a good sign that you need Jesus Christ. And, you know, when the devil tells you that you are a sinner, that you've done something terrible, tell him, yes, I have. Yes, I am a sinner. That's why I need a savior. Joseph's yeah. brothers needed someone like Joseph to help them, you know, process what they were going through and to, to essentially get to a place of, of repentance. So essentially we see here that Joseph was satisfied. He had seen in his brothers the fruits of true repentance. And it's interesting how, how you know, at first the brothers were blaming each other, right? But now that has changed. Instead, they're protecting each other. And Judah pleads with Joseph, please, we cannot go back. We need to go back with Benjamin because the old man won't take it <laughs> without Benjamin. So that was a, a, an interesting point. Continuing on with the story, you know, Joseph now goes on, well, primarily to Benjamin and he hugs him, kisses him, and he does that with every brother. You know, that nearness, yeah. you see it happening again where it says, come closer, right? There's no need for separation. No, no, there's no, uh, no interpreter, right? The interpreters are gone. It's just us. Let's have this communion together. And that's, that's what Jesus Christ wants from us. Verse number 10 is interesting. Um, obviously, he, he tells them to, you know, go get your father. Come back to Egypt. I have prepared a place. Well, that sounds like. <laughs> that sounds like John 14. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I go to prepare a place for you. But but maybe let, let's let's focus on the earth just for now. Verse number 10 says, And thou shalt dwell in the land of Goshen, and thou shalt be near unto me, thou and thy children. Honestly, this is John 14 in the Old Testament. And thy children's <laughs> children, and thy flocks, and thy herds, and all that thou hast. Essentially, where that where i am there you may be also is how it sounds what do you think about that <laughs> no it's i i kind of feel like they're kind of related you know it's mm. it's the same context literally yeah wow amazing and yet goshen was a very different place when you think of the whole city of not city but country or nation of egypt goshen was like this secluded place spatial place that was filled not necessarily it was not like a city it was more like a country uh country place if you if you think about it and um i wonder why joseph chose that they stay in goshen and not in 
what was the capital city of Egypt? Was it Cairo or something like that? <laughs> why yeah, why yeah, Goshen? Yeah. Why do you think he chose Goshen? I think it could have been his favorite place, you know? And maybe okay. he had he had stored very many lots of things for them there. Because right. there is a reason. Everyone would love to stay in a capital city. Yeah. But the love he had for his family, you know, he wanted the mm. best for them. So I right. think, I'm mm-hmm. not sure, but I really think, right. you know, if, was it he felt like it would be the best place for them to stay right i, I mean it would be the best because you know joseph was wise he had dreams you know so he chooses the best places right um yeah but i want to comment on that because it's interesting that of all the amazing cities of all the amazing places that had these big pyramids he chose goshen a very chilled place if you if you will and that's because obviously like you said he wanted the best for them and the best for them was not necessarily a city environment and it just goes back to um let's take abraham for example right he's faced with the same reality um not necessarily but we can say abraham chose you know this chilled place and lot chose you know the city of sodom and gomorrah and slowly yeah. he went towards that and you see though that you know city life let's say is increasingly moving away from god's ideal when compared to you know our parents adam and eve who started off in a garden in in a place surrounded by nature so i see here that you know there's this joseph at least one of the things that he wanted for 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 his family was to go in a place that's surrounded by nature you see so they can interact uh with god but also with nature so i think th- this is this he thought was the best life for them and i think the thing hasn't changed even today i think the best life for us is to go to goshen if you will a place where we will not be bombarded with you know a place where we will not be bombarded with different uh you know temptations entertainments but a place that's chilled a place that's quiet i think that's where god wants us to be i think that's the place that uh, we need to go and so and so pharaoh is pleased the bible says that joseph family you know should come back and they're happy and they're excited um is, is there something you want to share about you know them moving back into egypt and pharaoh's reaction to the whole thing Actually, I think mm. I think Joseph's family saw this blessing from Pharaoh because yeah. Pharaoh did this because they were part of Joseph, you know. Right. And the fact that he loved he loved Joseph and how godly he was, he's like, yo, I, I need to treat his people well. I need to treat right. them nice. Mm. So his family shares that blessing because he was loved by Pharaoh, and that's why they go and have this better life than the, than the one they had, you know. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. I think that's why Pharaoh treated them like that. Amazing. Wow, this is amazing. Now, think of Pharaoh as let's say God for lack of a better word. Oh, actually, it's not lack of a better word. That's the best word there is, but think of Pharaoh as God and Joseph as Jesus and mm-hmm. we see how Pharaoh, God is treating these people um because of Joseph. Nicely. Right? Because yeah, of Joseph. Yeah. And that reminds me of how God treats us. 
yeah how, how because God, of jesus yes yeah, yes because of jesus you know it's there's, there's nothing good you can do to deserve the goodness of god right there's nothing we can do it's just exactly. because of what christ jesus christ has done for us so it's like we're in this you know it's it's a it's an amazing privilege right to be mm. called the son of god it's like wow how, how does that happen but it's just because of jesus and there's great assurance in that knowing that you know now we can approach the father uh, without fear because of jesus yeah. because when he looks at us he doesn't see us he sees jesus and so that's an encouragement um in our spiritual experience as we you know grow from day to day now finally i think the brothers are faced with a huge problem they had told their father that joseph was dead <laughs> but somehow he's alive now they have to go back they have to go back and tell their father <laughs> that joseph is still alive okay okay actually let me tell you something yeah they knew that he wasn't dead right but you know when you keep when you keep, mm. when you keep something a couple of times they had spoken this either should i say their entire life okay it wasn't literally their entire essentially life, but from the time, yeah yeah but from the time they the, the last time they saw joseph so mm. the more they kept saying they also believed that he was dead imagine when they even confronted him they told him we we are 12 sons one mm. died <laughs> one died and the and the one they're claiming dead is the one they're telling you know Wow. So it was at some point maybe maybe their father also thought he died he died and it's mm. it's what the his brothers kept saying and it's surprising how they go back and tell their <laughs> father and their father immediately believes don't you say God's hand around like mm. his father would would question them how is that possible how can you tell me my son that died several years back is now alive is that yeah. possible I mean mm. but because of God I mean his heart just believed immediately and he's like oh wow that's amazing i need to go and see my son before i die yeah although although it was really it was challenging this is the most challenging um challenging let's say place in in the whole story because now they have to confront the past and resolve <laughs> it somehow yeah. somehow because we see that even as the story continues there was a certain point where after Jacob died they came back to Joseph and said you know mm. he said that you know don't kill us <laughs> when he dies don't don't repay us for what we did because this is very huge and so mm. they go back to 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 their father and i think in part he believes them because of you know the wagons and the convoy that they came with it was like oh that's yeah. that, this is legit right but other than that it was really tough for for them but they had to confess they had to confess that we essentially lied to you right we lied that Joseph was dead when he was still alive and maybe let me touch before I go to this point let me touch on the point you mentioned which is amazing the danger of repeated lies that um when you tell a lie so many times people believe it as the truth and you tend to believe and you it also believe it mm -hmm. exactly you also start believing it and yeah. you start living by that it just exactly. becomes part of you 
and every time someone asks you something you're like ah it's this but you know you're telling a lie <laughs> right but then even you forget mm-hmm. that you're telling a lie and it just keeps continuing it becomes continuous and it's part of you yeah it's sad because they they were like he's dead they had no evidence for that they were just like he's dead because that's what <laughs> that's the lie how how is are you gonna how could you say he's alive when you say he's dead it's like there's a contradiction there Yeah yeah this is mm, and that's how the devil you know attacks us with his lies cuz one of the tools of the devil if you read Genesis 3 and you know Revelation 12 7 it's that the devil uses deception and he wants yeah. to repeat these deceptions as many times you know through the media through the things we interact with the people we keep he- hearing so many lies and essentially that's why we need the word of God because it's the only truth there is to show us the real truth and to save us from the lies. Now going back to the idea of confronting the past or confra- confronting some of the horrible mistakes we've made in the past, they had to confess. As hard as it was, they had to confess. And this was the condition of reunion with their father. This was a condition of harmony. And similarly with God, the only condition for harmony, the only condition for union again once again is for us to confess and to be open about the things we've done wrong about you know some of the terrible sins we may be hiding or let's say minor sins you may call them yeah. but there's no minor sin but we have to confess no everything yeah. yes yeah. we have to confess every single sin for us to be able to be reunited with God because we know that God hates iniquity he hates sin and he cannot coexist with sin So there has to be that openness. Well, as as we close, Daniela, are there some final thoughts you want you you gathered from this chapter? Yeah, there are some interesting things like mm. I love the way I love the way Joseph um identifies himself to his brothers. Yeah. Uh he uses he uses a very nice he uses a very nice, I don't know, could I call it method to Yeah. to identify himself to his brothers. Joseph would have identified himself the very first time he saw his brothers, right? <laughs> yeah. But there's a reason as to why he first, you know, mm-hmm. he first he treats them nice, he mm-hmm. treats them very well in that okay, literally if if Joseph had told his brothers who he was the very yeah. first time he saw them, I think they would run away. I don't know why, but I think they would run away. <laughs> like we had done. <laughs> no, I think they would run away thinking was going to revenge them you know? right but then yeah. he treats them well and he gives them this nice hospitality in mm. that even after he, he confessed to them and told them i am joseph they wouldn't mm. think he's going to revenge them though yeah. it's in fact it's 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 in chapter 45 yeah where this this whole hospitality thing makes sense to joseph's brothers mm. that's why even when he told them i am joseph they didn't ask how how do you survive mm. tell us your story But you, the, the hospitality he gave them, he just left them questionless. That's all I can say. They yeah. couldn't ask any questions, and all they would they would, they would do is believing. And you know, and this statement, of course, I can't I can't <laughs> conclude without mm. saying it out. The statement of "Come closer." It was just filled mm. with a lot of love, and it just made them, you know, have a next chapter of life. And yeah. I love the fact that. They didn't go back into history and what happened you know mm. they just went on with things everything everything just continued as if nothing happened i love that 
And wow. sometimes we may forgive people, but we make them feel guilty. Joseph mm. forgave his brothers, but he did not bring, he did not blame them. And there's, I think, what That's chapter? Yeah, chapter eight. Chapter yeah. eight. He he said it was it was not really you who sent me here, but God. I mm. love that that you know in those tough times, most in, in most cases when when we get issues and you know you feel like God has forsaken me, should I say? Mm. But whenever you, you see God's love and the reason as to why He brings things to you, it it starts making sense. The way Joseph Joseph had this right perspective, it just made him think everything happened for yeah. a reason he went into slavery for a reason mm-hmm. he went into the prison for a reason for a purpose and yeah. he knew what that purpose was when the right time came so we should also have that same perspective we should we should yeah. see things in the right perspective so that even if even if we get these hard times across our lives mm. the devil is not is not easily given the chance to tempt us and bring ideas into into our minds and it's like you know god mm. doesn't like you God is is making you suffer and stuff because most cases when we when we get difficulties in life, yeah. the very first thing we think about you're like, God, why, why me, why is <laughs> mm. this happening? You know, we even start blaming God, yeah. but we need to just see the right or the good thing mm-hmm. in the in those tough times. I love I love the way Joseph portrayed that to his brothers. He showed mm. them that it's not it's not you're not the reason as to why I. I suffered and stuff, but God had mm. a plan for me, you know? Wow. And there's some other thing that um, that I loved. Mm. You know, there's a reason as to why Joseph tells everyone to move out of the room. Why do you think Joseph tells everyone, move out of the room, and he remains with his brothers? Mm. That's a, that's a good one. <laughs> um, maybe to create some space. <laughs> maybe he doesn't want to embarrass them, I suppose. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> I kind of think it was okay. He was protecting his reputation. Joseph mm. was a big man, right? He mm. was a big man, yeah. and these were his servants. He couldn't just, he couldn't just, he cry couldn't just in front look, of them. Exactly, <laughs> he wouldn't just cry in front of them. They'll be like, "Yo, what's going on?" <laughs> you know, <laughs> maybe they would even, even, they would even push Joseph's brothers out of the mm. room, claiming they're making their governor. Was it mm. governor? Yeah, yeah, the wow. Governor. That would be complicated, yeah. Exactly, mm. it would just be complicated. And the other thing, this was a family issue, right? Yeah. In most mm, cases, when, I you, love that. when you when we are settling family issues, and I need to involve other people. It's better <laughs> when family. I mean, it's family strictly family, mm. so that you know you get everything in place. But whenever you're involving other people, I don't think it really works. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't work if you involve the whole world. <laughs> exactly so some 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 sometimes it even gets worse mm. like i say so yeah. joseph tells everyone to move out for a reason he, he tells everyone to move out because he didn't want his servants to see him crying they would mm. cause this chaos call guards and tell joseph's brothers to move out without even fulfilling why he was you know why he wanted okay without fulfilling the fact that he wanted to identify himself Mm. So um, I think that was really amazing. It shows us how we should also handle things, you know. Mm. Much as something is really hurting, give yourself space to yeah. think about it. I think all these all these chapters from the time Joseph saw his brothers, mm-hmm. he was he was really thinking about how. I don't even think he was ready to confess to his brothers <laughs> that time. 
Yeah. Because he confessed to his brothers after Judah had pleaded yeah. with him, and telling him how much he's, he's in trouble. The father. And mm. Exactly. His father, he had promised his father and stuff. So mm. I don't think he was ready. <laughs> but the fact that it had come, yeah. he had to just go in for that. So no matter what, you know, we may not be ready for certain things, but just going, you know, God has a better plan for you. He has, you, you may plan to do something at a specific time, but God brings it before, or he mm. brings it after. Yeah. Don't, don't hesitate. Just mm-hmm. go on, you know, he has a reason as to why he's bringing it. And if, if Joseph was to hesitate again, okay, mm. supposing he just gave, <laughs> he just gave, <laughs> he just gave Benjamin to Judah and they went back home. When would he ever get a chance to get them again? Mm. When, you know? So he used yeah. that chance and you know, brought them closer and just told them, go back, pick dad and come. Mm. Yeah. I love that. Well, I, the, the point you stressed there was amazing. Um, the, uh, the, where he says, come near. And, you know, like, like we, we draw out all the similarities with Jesus Christ. I think he's saying the same uh, for you and me this, this time. Um, Matthew chapter 11, verse 28 says, Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me, for I am meek and lowly in heart, and you shall find rest unto your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Now, this is interesting. The story of Joseph gives gives context to this story, this verse that Jesus, this statement, let's say, because, you know, Jesus is saying, come closer, I will give you rest. And yet he says something to do with burden that's light, right? And you see that in the story of Joseph's brothers. Even though he wanted to give them rest, they still had to go through some some burden, if you like. Some light burdens, some trials here and there. And But but what I love the most is the, the nearness that God is calling you and I into. He wants us to be closer. He says, I stand at the door and knock, right? If you hear and open, I will come in and dine with you and you with me. There's that reciprocity that happens, that interaction, that relationship that's deeper than just, it's, it's amazing. And going back to verse one, he says, and there stood no man while Joseph made himself known. There's that yeah. knowing each other. And it's amazing. That's what God is calling us into. This is eternal life, he says, that they might know thee, the Father, and Jesus Christ whom thou hast sent. So this is essentially our work. Uh, You know, as Christians in the last days, our job is to know God, to know Jesus Christ, and, Mm. uh, and and to accept the invitation, come near. This invitation actually is the summary of the Bible, if you think about it, because you see it in, let's say, Isaiah 55. um, Everyone that thirsts, come to the waters. You that have no money, come eat. It's like, come to the wedding. Um, Come, come. Come, come, come. Exactly. (laughs) So it's amazing. So accept the invitation today because you never know how long you have. And really, it's not about length of time. It's about what you get you get the rest from all your burdens. I've also realized, mm. um, you know, when you said we should kind of compare Joseph to Jesus yeah. or God, you mm. say. Mm. Jesus is God. 
you know sometimes god forgives us even yeah. before we go ask for forgiveness right mm. i'm very sure joseph forgave his brothers before they even confronted him trust wow. me you know I you know how that. i get that mm. that the bible doesn't tell it doesn't show us anywhere that joseph was angry with his brothers right so mm. it, it just clearly shows he was he was fine with everything that was mm. going on much as he was you know suffering of course he saw god's hand and he forgave his brothers before they even asked for forgiveness so in wow. most cases we may vendors we may get people who mm. you know it's it's if someone may really wrong you and you really feel so mad yeah but truth is before even that person confronts you and says i'm sorry mm. you're supposed to forgive them first yeah. because sometimes even for offenders and we they don't even know they offended you so if that yeah. person doesn't come and apologize <laughs> so you're going to you're going to live with that beef your whole life you know yeah. you know what that means so yeah it's hard it's, yeah it's us that are we, we should learn this example we should even learn it from god himself mm. we offend god but he still <laughs> he still calls us closer and yeah yeah sorry sorry jesus and he forgives us he forgives mm. us every single time every as long as yeah, exactly so we should forgive one another regardless of what someone has done to you we've done we've wronged mm. god i yeah. mean we've done those bad evil dark things mm-hmm. but he still he still forgives us you know it's amazing joseph had a reason joseph had a reason to really really get mad but yeah. he didn't Hmm. you know he didn't so god god will give us the same hearts we're not so different from joseph you know it's just yeah. a matter of giving out yourself to god when mm. you give out yourself to god he gives you that heart that heart of forgiving everyone that heart of feeling you just should i say get the heart of god should i yeah. say yeah essentially because that's what god wants to do he wants to recreate exactly. his image within exactly. us exactly yeah. Actually yeah. it's not even easy. I just I, I sat mm. down and I was thinking and I'm like what is my my when we did that to me would I really just forgive them just <laughs> like that? Oh. Just the way just yo mm. it was something that was really challenging. Mm. It wasn't easy for him but because he had God he had mm. God you know almost everything he did. Yeah. Let me just say everything he everything. did. I want to almost exactly. <laughs> and God gave him heart and I don't think he even felt bad about everything that happened to him because of the heart he had, you know? That's he didn't get hurt exactly. Yeah. So we we need to ask God to give us those hearts. It's not easy where humans yeah, understand yeah. even if you forgiving someone, mm. but when you ask God to open your heart out. I used to I used to, I used to be this kind of person who would really mm. keep anger for some time, you know? Yeah. I don't know when I got closer to God something mm. went away please god exactly. they wow. just changed mm. and i really take long to get mad and even if i get mad it just takes some short time mm. and i'm and i'm okay and i'm okay I, i i i don't even hold grudges you know there's a way mm. grudges can they can really make you look gloomy and yeah. every time you see the offended you you feel like mm. should i grab that and, <laughs> you know <laughs> should i get exactly. physical <laughs> So it's you it's you getting hurt in the process yeah you know? wow. one you you were offended but if mm. you do not forgive and let go of everything you know one getting hurt and the person that offended you especially if they do not know what if they do not know that they really offended you mm. you know their life moves on and they're really happy having a good life so 
Yeah. Regardless yeah. of of how someone has treated you, don't mm. wait for them to sorry to you. God has given has has forgiven you every single second of your life. Mm. You have to give the chance to your fellow humans. I want us to read Ephesians chapter 4 verse 32. I don't know. Help yeah. me. Read. Let's let's go there. Ephesians Ephesians 4 verse mm. 32. All right. Ephesians 4 and verse 32 says and be kind one to another, tender-hearted, forgiving one another even as God for Christ's sake hath forgiven you. Amazing. I think that verse tells it all. Like yeah. <laughs> I have nothing to to add on that, mm. you know. Amazing. Just one exactly. Wow, just like God. God is the standard. Mm. And God forgives us for the sake of Jesus Christ, just like mm. he said. Pharaoh. God. Wow. This is the this is place. So it's it's just a connection of, you know, everything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is. Wow. You know, while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. It's amazing, amazing. The the most powerful message of all time. Christ died for us. Well, thank you guys for joining us today. It was amazing having you on the journey in the Bible as we looked at Genesis chapter 45. If you like this video, be sure to like, share, subscribe. Click on the notification bell so you are updated every time we post a new video. Uh, but of course, we want to close in prayer since we began in prayer. So, Daniela, do you want to pray for us and pray for all yeah, those good, good qualities that we need? You know, forgiveness. You know, patience. Yeah. Just to be like Joseph. No problem. All right. Let's humble ourselves for the prayer. Mm. Our dear loving Father in heaven, we thank you for the gift of life. We thank you for the protection. We thank you for the opportunity you've given us and the ideas you've put into our minds to discuss about this particular chapter. We thank you for all the ideas that you've spoken through us, loving Father. We ask you to give us those truly forgiving hearts. We as humans, the body may be weak, but but the spirit is willing, and we ask you to give us that to give us that confidence. to forgive people even before they say sorry to us. Yeah. Be with us and keep reminding us that we are we are your children and you mm. always forgive us every single time we sin against you. So we should practice that same that mm. same thing to our fellow human beings. Keep us safe, protect all of us and all the different things you're going to do. Um bless all the listeners of this of journey the Bible and keep mm. all of us safe. I've prayed this prayer and trust in the mighty name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen and amen. Thank you so much.